it is always a great time of the week when we get to do consumer protection issues and there's no better person to do consumer protection issues with than our friend Jamie Court. You can find Jamie Court. It's spelled C-O-U-R-T. You can find Jamie Court at consumerwatchdog.org where Jamie Court is the president of Consumer Watchdog and for my money, the best consumer group out there. And we're talking about an issue that just hit like wildfire about a week or so ago and Jamie knows about this topic. So Jamie, thanks for coming back. Back on the Norman Goldman Show, as always. It's my pleasure to be back. Well, Jamie, about a week ago, there was video, cell phone video, on a United Airlines flight out of O'Hare in Chicago, where a man was involuntarily dragged out of his seat, dragged down a, an aisleway, and physically removed from an airplane. Uh, he was bloodied in the process. He says he lost some teeth, got a concussion, needs reconstructive surgery for a broken nose. Uh, this just hit like an atomic bomb. Everybody was talking about the story. I did a Beyond the Norm on it. And in this course of my researching it, Jamie, I realized that there is very light or very little actual regulation of the airlines. Uh, that, in fact, the airlines pretty much run the industry and the government pretty much lets them and has let this happen for a very long time. Now, Jamie, you've, lear you've learned uh, about this. You know about this. Uh, is my impression correct? Well, yeah, I mean, they're allowed to bump passengers, allowed to overbook planes. It's not clear, actually, that they're allowed to drag people from a seat in order to give another seat to an employee, but they did it, and they got away with it. Uh, there is a lawsuit going on. This doctor was occupying a seat, was forcibly removed, bloodied. The lawsuit he filed in Chicago says it was a violation of his civil rights, I think that, unfortunately, the Department of Transportation has given huge latitude to the airlines to allow them to make as much money as possible by overbooking their flights, by bumping passengers. And unfortunately, when they change the flight, unlike when our plans change and we have to pay a change fee or a cancellation fee or the full price of the ticket, the airlines don't have to compensate us when their plans change or they overbook a flight and we get bumped. And I think that this incident is the poster child for how out of control this airline industry is uh, and how the federal regulators really let them get away with whatever they want. There are four airlines that control 85% of the air traffic, so they don't keep each other honest. Uh, they're not particularly competitive. And the members of Congress and the U.S. senators are mostly concerned about getting a direct flight home. And that's true. You know, they, one of the reasons that there hasn't been more oversight of this industry is the industry is very cozy with Congress. And I don't just mean, you know, in terms of campaign contributions, that's a real issue. I mean, United gave uh, $7 million last year uh, to its uh, campaign and lobbying efforts uh, in uh, Washington in the last cycle. Um, and over the last decade, that was $40 million that United uh, contributed. So we're looking at some significant influence in the capital, but even more, it's personal. Many people say the only reason that, that what is called National Airport, Reagan National Airport, DCA is the tag of the airport in D.C., the only reason it's operating is so that it's more convenient for many members of Congress and, and the Senate and many in Washington, whereas you know a lot of the flights that go directly to some of the senators' hometowns uh, on the days that they prefer it, uh, which would generally be a Friday, sometimes a Thursday, aren't always particularly full. Maybe they're not flights that actually should be uh, running, but they keep running. I know we had such a flight in L.A., a direct Alaska flight, uh, and that was for the benefit of one U.S. senator, who happened to be someone I, I know and admire, but 
that type of um, control is something that matters more, unfortunately, to senators and congressmen than whether uh, airline passengers have a bill of rights. And that's one of the reasons we don't have one yet. If you go to consumerwatchdog.org, you can actually send a message now to your U.S. congressman and to your senators, uh, the Congress representative, I should say, congressional representative, and senators uh, asking for passenger bill of rights. And, and if this incident doesn't produce such a bill of rights, it, it's only because the industry has such a hold over the, both the, the personal travel schedules and the political futures of, of our representatives. Well, Jamie, you know, the, the police officers who were involved in dragging that doctor off the plane have been suspended and are going to be disciplined, may lose their job in the process. And my argument was, and apparently that that is the argument of the police agency there, public police agency, is it's not your job to enforce the private business rules of the airlines. If somebody, if a passenger sitting there quiet, not making a disturbance, you don't have a job to do as a peace officer. You're not there as a private enforcement officer for United Airlines. And apparently these officers didn't realize that or nobody ever taught them that or their common sense didn't tell them that. But Jamie, it's not just this this notion of bumping and, and, and telling people that, you know, we're the boss and when we, when we change things, you're stuck. But when you change things, guess what? You got to pay us. It's more than that. It's jamming more people into seats. It's having mm -hmm. narrower seats, thinner seats. It's basically doing everything they can to squeeze every last nickel out of out of the passengers. And people hate to fly. I've come to detest flying. It used to be fun. Now, I mean, it's not just the 9-11 stuff, which we've all managed to accommodate. But the airlines, Jamie, I mean, do, uh, is it just me or does basically does everybody just hate the airlines now? I think they do, uh, and they do because they squeeze us every time we want a, ba a bag of luggage to go on a plane. They squeeze us when we want an aisle seat versus a middle seat versus a, a window seat. They charge more. They, they charge you to sit in the front of the plane rather than the, the back of the plane. They took your food. They've done everything they can, and they've done it in an age where fuel, jet fuel costs have really plummeted over the last two years, largely because of crude oil costs going down. And what we've seen is with the crude oil costs going down, there should have been a comparable savings in, in, in fare prices. But instead of that, profits for these airlines have gone through the roof. They've gone through the roof because they've never, ever changed the, um, the, 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 the cost of a ticket to, to compensate the consumer for the reduction in uh, petroleum prices, which has been really, really significant over the last couple of years, and that they argue is the biggest driver of their prices. And whenever petroleum prices go up, airfares go up. But when petroleum prices have fallen, they've saved the money, and they say, we're doing that because we don't have to raise prices later. Well, they've kept prices high. They've nickel and dimed us, and they've made a fortune. And then they keep nickeling and diming us because no one's going to stop them. So I do think there has to be a minimum size for seats, a minimum size for legroom that's determined by Congress, not by the FAA, because the FAA is often captured by the industry it regulates. I think there needs to be uh, certain rules uh, set in federal law about when, when, when you get canceled, you get paid. If it's not a real true weather emergency, if it's not a natural disaster, they cancel your flight because they don't have enough passengers, they pay you back. 
and you get a and you get a flight somewhere else, the next flight available, and the next seat available, even if it's business class or first class, and that costs them money. The, these type of rules need to be written into the statute because airlines have not played fair, and when you have four of them controlling 85% of the air traffic, there's no incentive for them to compete. We've allowed this consolidation of this industry uh, to go on, and as a result, uh, consumers have been on the losing end of the stick. You and I are talking to our friend Jamie Court. C-O-U-R-T is the spelling. Consumerwatchdog.org is the place to go. And in fact, you'll find that there's an interview already with Jamie Court on this topic, airlines and, and the, the passenger being dragged off United. But do check out consumerwatchdog.org for all the great work they're doing over there. And Jamie, I have been hearing for years about a flyer's bill of rights. There's, a, there's at least one big group on the internet. It's been around for years that's trying to advocate and it's been advocating for flyers rights passenger rights there have been various efforts in congress to get a flyers bill of rights to incorporate some or many or all of the various proposals you just outlined including a variety of others jamie what's it going to take and what are the odds of getting a flyers bill of rights actually enshrined into law so that the airlines can't just keep jacking us around like this uh well what it's going to take is a mass movement uh driven by these type of, of moments and it's going to take a senator or a congressional representative stand up this episode with united has driven a airlines passenger bill of rights in canada the canadians are passing one but for some reason our representatives in dc have other matters they rather tend to so we're going to need we're going to need some civic action and if you go and and go to consumerwatchdog.org and you want to tell Congress that you want a passenger bill of rights, we have a place where you can, you can actually take action and, and tell your representatives you want it. And it's going to take millions of people doing that and getting the attention of their representatives before that happens. Jamie, I got to leave it there, but I really appreciate spending this time with you. And that story about the passenger, the doctor being dragged off the flight from United, it really, really got to people and it really turned into an enormous story. It was so much, in fact, I think I did two Beyond the Norms on it in the same week because there were new facts that came up. So it's it's just something, you know, lots of people fly and lots of people find it very, very distasteful. So this is just something that hits people very personally, kind of like healthcare. If you don't know Jamie Court, do check out consumerwatchdog.org where you will get easily acquainted with Jamie Court and all his great colleagues over there. Jamie, thanks as always for being with us and being a great consumer advocate. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Norm.